Hi everyone, welcome again to a new episode of Project Daybreak, the project where we're talking about the upcoming talents all around the world. Now we have a special guest, two special guests in fact, from overseas, all the way from the States. But let them introduce ourselves. My name is Ricardo Basilio Koch. I'm an artist, musician, uh, teacher and manager for the Judy Black Band. My name is Tommy Grice, saxophonist, uh, educator, and uh, uh, clinic supervisor. Now, um, that's our, of course, a lot of jobs altogether, but I presume the, you would like to, to go professionally with the music? Yes. Yeah, we, we are all, we're, we're both musicians, definitely. Now, where did it all start for you guys? Uh, was it all already at young age or? Well, Mr. Grice, you go well, first. Well, I'm a, a senior citizen. I'm 84. And I've been uh, a musician most of my life as an educator and still very active right now i'm with the bill cosby reunion band oh okay and, uh, uh probably may have ran into my brother his name is uh Gigi grice uh he died uh he's a, a very outstanding saxophonist and composer in the uh, genre of jazz wow that's uh yeah <laughs> that's really nice well, not a young man <laughs> but i mean uh, many experience. In fact, I just got an uh, email from uh, uh, Berlin, Germany to come over there to do a play from October to March. Oh, that's not that far from here. So, uh, yeah. Mm. So you come to uh, to Europe very often. I, I was over in Europe about uh, uh, two years ago. I was in Germany for two weeks. I was in Turkey for a week. And, uh, uh, you know, playing, but coming on vacation, I've been over Europe several times. Never to Australia. Ricardo, what about you? I started playing when I uh, trumpet when I was uh, nine years old in Trenton uh, public school system. Then uh, later on, um, I guess in high school is when I really started to uh, develop my playing through studying under Mr. Grice. Uh, I started learning about jazz. Um, I also studied with um, a band director who. Uh, teaches uh, drum and bugle corps. And he wasn't a trumpet player, but he was the one who taught me a lot of uh, technical things, you know, got me into the Arvin book and a lot of, you know, the classical, you know, aspects of uh, playing trumpet. Mm -hmm. And his name was uh, Larry Markevich. And he, you know, his, you know, studying under him had a lot of uh, influence on my playing as a classical musician. And uh, studying with Mr. Grice had a tremendous influence on my American classical musician. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how does it feel to, to uh, play together with, with your teacher? 
Um, it's it's an amazing experience for me because Mr. Grice has taught um, most of the musicians that are on this this album uh, for the Judy Black Band. What have we become? He had he had been our mentor and teacher over the years uh, throughout his many years as an educator. So for me, the feeling is almost like a, a passing of uh, the torch. Mm -hmm. um, speak. Um, my my wife Judith Williams, uh, Judy Black. Uh, she also feels the same way. She studied with him uh, as a student in in jazz and uh, as a singer. Wow, that's uh, yeah, that's really nice uh, band you have there uh, all together, and and you have of course the special band with Mr. Grace. Now, Mr. Yeah. Grace, what do you feel about your students? Uh, you know, because I, I can imagine uh, there was one point that were just new to the music, and how do you feel about their progression, and certainly within the band? First of all, I feel privileged that they can. Include me, uh, senior citizen, to perform with them, and I've I've always been concerned with their growth. Uh, everything I taught them, I'd say, well, you know, uh, reach to the stars, uh, do the best you can, put all your energy behind whatever you partake in life, do the best, do it 100%. And I'm a sticker on that. That uh, 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 if you call yourself a musician, be the best of musician and equip yourself with the knowledge of not only playing, but the history of that music. So I'm very, uh, uh, I'm very thrilled and I'm very uh, 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 pleased with their performance. Now, I, I'm sure you must have seen a lot of artists uh, pass by during the years. Is there one special artist that... Uh... I, I, I uh, had uh, my fingers on a lot of musicians, in fact, Kevin Eubanks is another one of my students from Philadelphia. Uh -huh. Kevin was a guitar player on the night show, Jay Leonard show. Oh, okay. And also Kristen McBride, one of the most outstanding jazz basses in the world, was one of my uh, former students. Wow, that's yeah, that's uh, quite quite some history altogether, of course. Yeah, and then I have a young man that plays with a, a popular group called Cool in the Gang. Yeah. Uh, for Adam, I put the trombone in his mouth. So uh, he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very proud of uh, the progress that these musicians did. Now, um, for, for both of you, so also Ricardo, um, which was the first album you ever bought? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Always the nicest question. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Um, the first album I ever bought, actually, my father had bought uh, for me. He passed away, but um, he uh, he had bought um, a Verb compilation album. Uh -huh. Of course, this was like in the early '90s, and on that album, it had uh, Shirley Horn playing with Miles Davis. You won't forget me. Oh, that's and. Yeah, and that I think that song, I think that changed my whole, you know, reality as far as, you know, music was concerned. Like, it really had such an effect on me that I wanted to play trumpet. 
um, in, in a serious way, you know, and um, yeah, you know, that that was the first album. And I think Wynton Marsalis was on that album, too. There were quite a few jazz musicians on that album. So I, I was hit with two uh, profound um, trumpet players at, at one time. <laughs> and what about you, Mr. Grace? Mr. Grace, uh, before you was thought of, 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 of being born, I was exposed to recordings. My first recording was from uh, uh, Beethoven and Bach. Oh, okay. <laughs> but my first uh, experience in playing jazz came under the tutelage of my brother Gigi when he first exposed me to, uh, I think it was a Dow record company with Charlie Park and Dizzy Gillespie. And I became uh, an addict of bebop music since. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, that was going uh, back in, uh, I would say, in the 1950s, early 50s. So uh, it's and the same time of, of uh, Sinatra. <laughs> Air Force, I was exposed to a lot of uh, records. Now, um, for both of you, the, the style of music you prefer, um, I, I think that would be jazz or... Well, me, I prefer all music. I love music. I was a classical trained musician first before I went into jazz. But uh, I love pop music. I love all genres. I like country and western. I like all music. Any if it's done right. Yeah, I feel the, the same way. I think um, after, you know, playing trumpet for over 20 years, well, just being a musician, Uh, I've been exposed to a lot of, you know, different types of music, uh, electronic music, um, you know, jungle, drum and bass, trip hop, jazz, um, you know, Afro-Cuban music, um, you know, music from Nigeria, like Afrobeat, Mali, like Ali, Farka, Torre, you know, a lot, a lot of different types of music, you know, Senegalese music, um, a lot of, a lot of influences, um, you know, to the, to the point where I don't know if I, I can say I'm, a jazz musician, I just feel like I'm a musician because whatever uh, situation that you're, you know, placed into, you kind of have to adapt to what that, that musical language is. And it can take the form of any kind of music because music is, is a language essentially. So, um, you know, that's, you know, my take on that one. Now, um, for both of you, um, if you can look at any age, any decade, um, is there one artist that you always look, looked up to? Well, me, I looked up to uh, uh, so many artists, I, it would be uh, ignorant of me to name one or pick out one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I was influenced by so many. Uh, you know, being a musician, I have to recap what uh, Ricardo said, that uh, being a musician, Is a, uh, is a broad term. So any music that uh, genre that I'm presented with, I feel comfortable with. And uh, mentally, I think I give it my best in anyone. So I do not prejudge or judge any type 
of like or dislike on any style of music, as long as it's presented in the most uh, high-class fashion. Ricardo? <laughs> um, oh man, that's a hard one. That I know, is a hard question. I know. <laughs> so, many, so many influences. Um, I mean, speaking, you know, from the standpoint of, of the Judy Black Band, um, there are so many influences, like Bob Marley is one. Um, you know, we have some, you know, social, political um, commentary on, on certain issues within, you know, the the United States, but then there's, you know, the blues element, there's, you know, the uh, Zydeco element um, from New Orleans, you know, which, you know, you kind of have to always go back to, to like New Orleans when, you know, I guess dealing with, with, with the music because it's such a, a fusion, you know what I mean? I think essentially all music is a fusion of, of something. And I think with, um, you know, the Judy Black Band, we tried to blend you know, all of those elements into one. You have that rock element, you know, you have the jazz, R&B element, the blues element. Um, so for us, you know, speaking as artists, I think it was hard for us to really classify a label to, to the music that we uh, created. Uh, but, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with, uh, uh, you know, radio companies and, and record companies, you know, they tend to label you under you know one genre for whatever reason you know what i mean for marketing yeah. reasons i'm sure even though you may not agree with those uh those labels that they give So it's uh, let's say it's quite difficult to choose just one genre because you, you're open to the music itself. So yeah, it's, it's a very yeah, it's a very organic process where I don't think um, you know uh, any musician or artist goes into you know the studio thinking oh we're going to do you know this kind of album. I, I think they if it's coming from a real place, uh, you know. Uh, you know, a very honest place, those ideas don't have any, you know, form. You know, ideas come from a place that is abstract anyway. So we, we give it form. We give it, you know, the life or the perspective of our experiences, you know. Um, you know, one thing, you know, I can say about uh, Judy Black is her lyrical content um And a lot of the, a lot of the songs are, you know, she looks at the world from a very honest place, a very compassionate and loving place. And I think that those raw emotions are what we try to um, accompany, you know, as, as musicians. We, you know, we had um, we worked with several uh, producers. Uh, one of them was uh, um, Tony Simpson. And um, when we first started recording. We had Judy, you know, she sang all the melodies mm -hmm. to a click with no instrumentation in key. 
And I think that's one of the things that um that amazed Tony. Like, wow, she just sang seven songs <laughs> <laughs> with no instruments whatsoever. And, you know, I think that shows uh, a marked level of, uh, you know, artistry in, in her abilities as a singer and a, and a writer, a singer-songwriter. Um, uh, you know, she's, I want to say she's five years in remission from um, stage four uh, lymphoma. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had to stop working on the uh, album because of you know because of that sickness um uh two of our two other musicians who are not here with us today uh greg inverso and kenny mcleod um exceptional musicians are you know they had passed away while we were working on this this project uh the producer um and arranger tony simpson he had fought in two wars one in uh afghanistan and one in um I think he was in. Oh, I don't want to misquote. Right? Yeah, he, in 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 Iraq and mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Oh. And he was hurt, you know. So that stopped, you know. Our so that's, that's, yeah, that's quite uh, a, lo- a lot of different combinations within your group as itself. So a yeah. lot of lot of things happened there. Yeah, a lot of uh, yeah, we had a a lot of uh, ups and downs in in getting this pro- project done. And and do you express that emotion that you're feeling, you know, with all those things that happened? Do you express that emotion to the music? Is it something you want to give it to them? Or yeah, very much so. Um, if you look at uh, one of the songs um, that Judy wrote, um, "Who's Loving Her," I think that was a, a song that she had written while she was, you know, just after, um, you know, being pronounced. Uh, um yeah in remission you know from sickness i think she uh she she looked at uh you know who's loving her you know like when you think of that that term it's like okay who's loving this woman i don't think she was speaking you know from you know a personal perspective i think she was looking at it as, as far as women all over the world you know women who are um single mothers yeah uh, you know women who you know are, are suffering with sickness and and have no one you know to care for them um you know women that have uh you know just no it seems like they're they've been walked past and you know through life or no one pays attention to them that you know no one really listens to what it is that you know that they need not saying that you know they're needy but Almost, you know, like they they've been forgotten or overlooked, you yeah. know. Um, so that's there's a lot of emotion in that song. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that's definitely one. Um, here in Trenton, we we have uh, I want to say a tremendous um, or a, a, a high. Uh, we just have a lot of violence in our city, like gang violence. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of trouble with the youth. It's not just Trenton, you know, it's, you know, I want to say it's a systemic problem, but it's also a problem that, that you know, all, all of New Jersey and, and a lot of the, the larger cities like Newark, Camden, um, you know, even in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia, um, you know, we, we have these 
you know, issues with, you know, guns, you know what I mean? And it seems to be a very hot topic. Judy had actually written this song years ago before the gang problem became um, as intense as it is now. Like in Trenton, there's always shootings. I think, you know, three people were shot and killed um, this past weekend in West Trenton. And mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, here where, where we live. And, um... I'm gonna get over here. Hey, hey, you've taken everything I own, and now you wanna take my soul. Yeah, of course, it's, um, yeah, here in, in uh, Europe, of course, um, the states have that, that uh, negative image of, of guns, uh, of violence, of course. So, um, yeah, I, I, I can I can see uh, that, that nowadays it gets really uh, daily, daily violence. And, and, and it's not, I, I don't, I, I, can't, I can't even imagine, of course, um, for all of you living between, uh, in, in that violence, of course. So that's... Uh, I think that's a difficult way to express yourself and, and express yourself in your music, of course. Yeah, it's it's hard because, I mean, I think one of the beauties of, of being an artist is, um, you know, that ability to, you know, transmute, um, you know, these emotions and, and these feelings and, and transmute it into something that can be used uh, for, you know, healing or something that can be used for, um, you know, upliftment, um, you know, something that can be used to, to, to send some message to, you know, to speak on the, the human condition in such a way where, you know, it affects the human soul in such a real way where it causes uh, a psychological change or a conscious change in, in the way we live and, and the way we, you know, we look at the world. I think that's a blessing for that because uh, many people read newspapers and listen to the uh, radio and TV and listen, but every most, I would say the majority of people, especially in this country, listen to music more than anything, especially the youth. Mm -hmm. And the youth, I don't think, have the tolerance or the patience to really sit down and read a commentary on violence in the newspaper or even listen to a documentary but certainly through sound and through music you can interact with their uh their thoughts they will be more acceptable through the medium of music this is i think music plays a very important part and have always played a very important uh part in man man's life that's correct. Uh, I, I, can, I, I don't know um, if you ever seen the movie uh, Talk to Me uh, based on, on the real story. Um, it was about riots in uh, the States um, when um, I have to check because um, th there was uh, an extreme violence happening. And in this uh, radio show, uh, it was a really known radio show, um, they, they yeah, they, they put in the music, they talked to the people to stop the fighting and it, it worked. Um, it had such a powerful impact, even more than government, of course, because the government uh, sure. reacts yep. in, in the wrong way, of course. So I can't remember which year it was, but 
I remember there was some there was a documentary and they were talking about how James Brown literally, you know, stopped them yeah. from Well I can even I could that can even go on back to jazz when Hitler uh played jazz music to mm-hmm. uh as a propaganda uh, uh 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 direction. Music has been under the influence of, of most political, even in classical music, most of your classical musicians, Beethoven and Bach, they made political statements. Mm-hmm. That was in that music. So political statements and uh, have always been uh, the medium of uh, music, going all the way to slavery. Right. The slavery sang songs with political uh, uh, statements. Mm-hmm. So music has always been the medium of communication to people that are of all uh, on different intelligence levels that you can reach. It. You may not can, uh, reach an intellect or an uh, imbecile. Uh, but you can reach him through music. He's going to listen to music. Uh, God gave him the, the ability to hear it. So music is the medium to uh, most of our social uh, issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just uh, went to a quick sh- search on, on Google about the movie I was talking about. Um, <laughs> it's about uh, the radio person- personality Ralph P.T. Green mm. in the 60s. Who I don't know that? if it uh, says anything. So it's, it's Washington DC radio. Oh, DC, Washington so, DC. So there were any? Think were there any riots in DC, and then uh, he went on radio and 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 calmed the people down. So that's uh, yeah. I I, uh, okay. I, I have. I'm... Yeah, well, well, there have been more than him. Mm-hmm. I know, like you say, James Brown was one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lord Price was another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, even BB King. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. spoke out against a violence through their music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go back, that could be traced to the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Some of their music uh, made social issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Even, uh, you, you even have, uh, like, for example, John Lennon, uh, also known yeah. for yeah. his famous... Uh, <laughs> Now, a, a quick question for Mr. Grace, uh, being a teacher, of course, and, uh, you know, we have a lot of listeners, um, and, and I was like, you, you already have your students there, of course, in your band. Uh, I, I think you would be the, the, the glue that sticks them together. <laughs> um, now, do you have any uh, suggestions, <laughs> tips uh, for all, all future artists, all future musicians? I'm not following you. Now, what was oh, the question? Really? Sorry. <laughs> now, I just... So, uh, you, you being the teacher, of course, uh, there for the, for the music and with your students around you. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, we have... Also, of course, now the international listeners. Uh, do you have any suggestions, any tips, any, uh, yeah, life lessons uh, to pass through all other uh, listeners, all future musicians? I would, yes, I would, uh, especially to the younger musicians. Uh, uh, you know, there's a wealth of knowledge 
that is being stored in the past. And uh, and to the, uh, the, the older musicians, I would suggest that they to take these young musicians under their wing uh, and, and teach them uh, uh, not only to be musicians, but teach them to be uh, uh, a person, a good person. There's so many avenues that we can we can we can uh, uh, show these young people, and we have to show them by example first. And showing them by example is the only way that we can get that message across. That's a really nice message for everyone who's listening. <laughs> Now um, I see that we're, we're already heading for the half an hour for the interview. Um, <laughs> so we yeah I think we have to redo a, a, perhaps a second interview. Um, okay. where we can go uh, much more into detail, of course. Um, we have to keep it uh, yeah, quite restricted in time for our listeners, of course. Um, okay. I would like to thank both of you, of course, for participating in this interview. And thank you for your time and, your, of course, your life lessons. Uh, but we'll hear each thank other you, very Dave. soon. Uh, okay. All right, that sounds good.